Greetings, greetings, everyone. Let me say peace, love, light to you all. Uh, much respect to you all. Um, greetings to those who will be watching, to those who will be joining. And um, I wish nothing but wellness for you and your loved ones. So I say honor and much respect. Um, this screen here is uh, not going to be long, but it's something that needed to be said and put out there. Okay. Um, when you come on this journey, you'll meet many people. And what we are learning is there are disingenuous folks out there, right? And there are folks out there that will give you one image, but have a total um, different agenda behind your back. Let me just get straight into it. So, <clears throat> you uh, you guys remember when the folks that was calling themselves the Yen Kun Kun um, supposed Maroons, right? Came on the platform and we did the first GoFundMe for them to get school supplies for the children up into the village of um, Portland, right? the Nanny Maroon. And they did do what they said that they were going to do with the money. They got the school supplies. They got the um, the printer. And they got these things, um, the materials to make the uniforms for the children. They did do that. <clears throat> then uh, we did a second GoFundMe for them to send them to Colombia, but there was a, um, they call it guerrilla warfare that broke out in Colombia, so they couldn't go, and we didn't reach the goal of the money that we wanted, and most high knows why we didn't reach that goal, right, and I think the most high intended it for us not to have reached that goal, right, because these two are two little shrewd little scammers. Now, when the West Indian Tribal Society was created, it was created by those two. And I was, and Arawak was um, folks that came and joined on because the idea, the vision that was being pushed, it would have been something to help all of our people in the entire American hemisphere not just one specific set of people. So I created the website for the society, which I own the domain name for, but that's something else for another day. Created the website for the society and the website was to be filled with information that could help our people. Um, a section where you could go and upload books, um, download books, download documents, these things. You could uh, have your video um, testimony uploaded on the site as to whom you are and your tribal identity. For the site was to be served as a public record um, outlet. For our people, right? <clears throat> so, American Arawaks helped them create particular documentations for the society to give it merit, to give it strength with the paperwork. Um, 
and to secure it, to make sure that it is secured, like the trust that was created for the society was um, because of him, the trust document that was created for it. And all was going well. Um, the site was being created, the site was being added onto, but over time, true agendas started coming out, right? Talk started turning into negative talks of folks on the lower lands on the island, folks who migrated off of the island, and folks of the mainland. Yeah. I want to keep this in order. I don't want to go all over the place. So we've done hours and hours of research um, with these folks. Hours. They befriended us. They came as if they were our brothers, our sisters. We created a society, and we were supposed to be creating um, a tribe. for what two two years a year and a half two years we put through a lot of work researching documents researching history through the mud flood um tartarian empire gaelic empires um the very first roman empire to the roman empire uh that we know today is not the roman empire of how it was in the very beginning they too were usurped, okay, the Roman Empire. Um, just connecting the dots to our history and to our contribution to the world. And the society was to be a society created for if our people were also overseas and entrapped and needed help, then the society would be there to help and represent them, right? Help them get out of um, particular situations and stuff like that. Now, when um, we were doing this type of work, at that time, we didn't even know that they knew um, Richard Curry. We only found out, me and Arawak, only found out that they knew Richard Curry after he was elected the chief of a Kung Pong, right? Only after. And we learned that they've been in communications with him for over three years. Three years. So that means all the research that we've been doing, all the documentations that we were creating for the society was going back to this man. This is why when you think he knows something, he don't really know nothing, right? The, the, the work, the documentations, the studies, the research, there were American Arawak's documents. And what these folks did is the same thing that they try to do with um, a war, right? Took his documents, took Arawak's documents, showed it to this man, reformatted, revamped it in some places, and took it as theirs. Long story short, the money that we did get from the second GoFundMe, because it was also wasn't enough, it wasn't enough still to even send them to Colombia, and because they still couldn't even go to Colombia because of the conflict that broke out over there which I think they already knew that there was going to be conflict because these are folks that are in every group and, are, and speak to almost all these indigenous folks all over the world. So they would know more than we, than we would if there was a conflict that was arising, right? But anywho, so then we said, okay, then what can we do then? What about Haiti? But then there were situations going on in Haiti. Then they were in talks with the folks in Guyana Right, and then there's situations going on in Guyana because they started lynching the Negroes in Guyana and dragging them to 
dragging them on horseback to death and a whole tribal thing broke out over there. So then um the his minister of foreign affairs uh that he has on his um his Instagram uh, that he calls Alex Minot. He's an herbalist, so he knows how to grow herbs. Right? So we decided then, came up with the idea that what can we do to pull in some income so that we can build this society so that we can help all of our people in the Western Hemisphere of the American Hemisphere. And we said, all right, we are going to create a herb farm. So where he is in Nanitown, um, where they were staying on the property that they are staying, they had a, a, a structure that they started building that they didn't finish. So we put the money towards that to help get in some of the materials to finish that structure, getting the grow lights, um, getting the materials uh, to put towards that structure. And everything was situated. Um, it got done. And the farm, the indoor growth started. When the in-grow growth started, we were still sharing information with each other, still building. But then their narrative started turning slowly but surely. Um, we had made communicate, well, not we, they had made communications with some folks that they call Braphne, right? The house of Braphne or the, um, the courts of Braphne. Uh, um, and these folks were um, folks that were like um, dealing with Pixar. I don't know if you guys know Pixar. Pixar's, you know, Toy Story and all these animated um, shows that they, they, they do for children, right? 3D shows and stuff like that. I think it's Pixar. I think it's Pixar, right? Uh, I would have to go back and check, but I believe that it is. Don't, don't take my word too much on that, right? But it's one of those big Hollywood companies, right? And the, um, the founder for that, she's stationed out in D.C. But anyway, they're called the Courts of Braphne. So these are a bunch of um, millionaire, billionaire folks, right, uh, that they were in talks with. We've never met these folks. Me and Iraq never met these folks. We've never spoken to these people, you know. Um, they were other members of the society that me and Iraq have never met never spoken to. Uh, um, it's like, you know, you're dealing with folks, but they have a whole bunch of other different network out there that of people that they're dealing with that's supposed to be a part of what you're working on. And you've never met them. Only these two particular ones are in constant communication with these folks. So it's like they're gathering connections, but they're keeping us out of it and away from it, right? But in the beginning, we weren't saying anything because we're like, all right, everyone had their role. Their role is to focus on that. Our role is to focus on this, so on and so. And then we all come together and build this thing. <laughs> Anywho, I, don't, um, I think things went left with those people because they caught on to that. I think those people caught on to that, you know, those two was trying to scam them into fixing up their house and all sorts of stuff. But we'll get into that another time. Um, their talk started changing. They started talking down on people on the lower, lower lands. They started talking down on people in Haiti. And then they'll talk nice about people in Haiti because they'll say, well, they have a connection in Haiti, you know, like... um. I want to say allies, links in Haiti, right? There's a brother out there in Haiti trying to trying to um build a school for the brothers and sisters who are out there, right? So it's like if it's not something of benefit to them that they can capitalize on for their own use, they don't really care. And if at first it looked like it's not going to work, then they'd say the worst shit out their mouth, right? 
then when it looks like something that could benefit them, then they're all for it. You know those opportunist type of people that are flip-floppers? That's them. <clears throat> now, they started talking about um, the folks in the lower lands and what we call Jamaican corporate paper, but called Zamaka, right? And then they started talking about the folks that migrated from the island to go overseas to try to earn a better life for their children and stuff and saying that they ran away from home and whatever happens to them happens to them and these things. This is what they were saying. But mind you, when Richard Curry wanted to do his relief campaign, um, disaster relief campaign, it's the same people that his minister of foreign affairs and his supposed attorney general was disrespecting were the ones that donated materials for um, his disaster relief fund from overseas and donated their money, right, to them. Same people that they're talking shit about, right? Um, <clears throat> then they started going on, then the, because the plan was where we were going to get land on the mainland and land on the island so that we'll have two field offices, one here on the mainland, one on the island for our people here on the mainland, yeah? And then the people there on the islands throughout the Caribbean, right? So we were, it's like we were, the whole plan was to set up, use the West Indian Tribal Society to be uh, a new bureau for um, Indian affairs, for all the Indians that this Indian, the Bureau of Indian Affairs has been neglecting and rejecting over the years because they were stealing their identity and so on and so. So the whole vision was we were supposed to be that righteous um, society to actually want to help all of our people. But then <clears throat> they started saying that um, they started their focus is only on the Maroons. Yeah. They focus stop being on everything else and it's just only for Maroons. Mind you now, American Arawaks and I are not Maroons. We are not. You understand? So their focus is only on maroon, 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 maroon. Everything that they did, everything that was supposed to be put, that they wanted to post on the website had to be only for maroons. Yeah, they put Richard Curry on the website, they, whatever maroon meetings they was having on the website. So we're like, yo, what about everybody else? <clears throat> what about everything else that's happening on the island? What about all these things that's happening? Why aren't these things going on the site? Right? Over time, um, there were talks of I and Arawaks um, going back home, right, to help cultivate and build up land. But Arawaks have a family. He's a married man and has children. Yeah. So he can't just up and go and say he's going to go back home for all these years and leave his young children with his wife alone. He has a family. Their thing is, he should just leave them and go to Jamaica. Mind you, these people don't live anywhere. They live in a one-bedroom a one cot and they're telling this man to leave and come home to Jamaica to help build something on a land that there's not even a structure up for him to even sleep. Mind you, he's not a maroon, so he can't go into Nanitone Maroon Place and say that he's going to have a place there to stay because they themselves weren't too welcome there neither because they too was looked up as outsiders there anyway. So where was he going to go and stay? He had nowhere to stay. Right? And he wasn't going to abandon his family anyway. You see what I'm saying? So this became the, the, um, the issue, the main issue with them and him. He wouldn't abandon his family. 
We had other folks from the mainland that we had put on to them, put on, um, had them speak with. And some of these folks are military men and women, military people. And they wanted them to, to come down there and leave their children. And I'm like, yo, you can't sit here and keep telling people to abandon their family and their children. You have nowhere to put these folks. What are you talking about? Understand what I'm saying? Anything to have gotten what it, what is now looked on as a maroon agenda done. So anyway, during this whole time, they were still dealing with Curry, right? Like I said, American Arax is very talented. He now to create particular documents, especially with the banking thing. And Richard Curry is a banker, as they told us that he's a banker. Um, they told us that he was here in the States for a while also. And he was here abroad and that his family up in a, a Kong Kong, a prominent family, prominent people. They have a lot of land down there, so on and so. So now what started happening is Iraq would create these documents and then they'll, they'll take his documents and start, you know, that psychology game, downplay it. Like it's not worth shit. Mind you, this man doesn't use these documents here, so we know for a fact that they work. But they'll try to downplay it. But we know that they took those documents and gave it to Curry, who's the banker. Right? When they said also that they were going to be doing a GoFundMe for a water restoration project, right? This is before they started really showing their hand with the water restoration project. Okay, we said, um, okay, we'll do, we'll, we'll promote that GoFundMe as long as Curry come on the platform himself and push it himself. Because from the past, what I learned is don't push somebody else's shit for them. Let them come and push their own stuff. You understand? So their thing was, oh, he's so busy. Um, I don't know if he's going to have the time right now. So... I just said to Iraq, I said, it feels like they're trying to keep him away from us so that we can't interview him and ask him particular questions. Because there are questions that need to be answered. If you're a Maroon chief, you should know the answers to these questions when it comes pertaining to the history of the people. So how could you be a chief and you're not vast in the history of the people that you claim you're a chief of? Right? So we come to find out that they took those, they were the two that was educating him on even things such as the mud flood, and they were more leaning towards the Moorish science way because they're Moors, they are Moors, they are in bed with the Moors, they are doing business with the Moors. The cryptocurrency thing that they're creating. It's funded by a Moor, right? And a Moor that's in court right now, I think he's still in court right now, trying to get portions back of his ancestral lands that the courts ruled against them for. Because, well, we know why he didn't. He, they ruled against them for, but I have no issues with that man. My, my issues is with these folks here. So they knew that American Arax and I, these things that we would not go for it. So they kept it from us. Everything became a secret. They stopped communicating with us about the society for months. They did not mention nothing on the society for months. And I watched it and I said, Arax, we're going to give them some time. If they don't say nothing about the society, if they don't stop changing up their talk of the separatist talk of how they're talking, then, we'll, then we know what it is. Yeah. And then one day, American Arax heard an interview with Richard Curry and Muta Baruka. And Muta Baruka put his foot up his ass, right? And, and um, the interview was a very bad one. So we said whoever Curry's advisors were, they advised them bad, bad advice. And they didn't properly vet or prepare him for those interviews. But then we started realizing that the only reason why they also made him go on Muta Baruka platform 
is because the platform to them is a big platform, more mainstream. And that's the reason why they didn't allow them to come on our platform, right? And because the questions that we were going to ask were um, more directed towards our people and the history of our people, which he's not versed in because he don't know shit. Period. Okay? And they needed to build his following. Even the whole Vice News thing was one big acting show. If, if anyone saw the Vice News things when the, the guy for Vice came and act like he was searching for him, but he couldn't find him, that was one big act. That was a big performance. They, they, they rehearsed that shit. That was fake. So this man have powerful people behind him pushing him on the mainstream. You know when the corporation wants someone to be the face of something? Well, they chose him to be the face. And how they started pushing Curry, they started pushing him as a sex symbol. This is how the occult do. And the reason I'm saying this is how the occult do, because, you know, folks is killing, I'm bashing, there's a pastor down there, that there, they got him all over the news saying that he was an occult pastor and people was giving him yachts and ships and all these things. But he also had connections with Richard Curry in them. And how we knew about that pastor uh his Richard Curry's Minister of Foreign Affairs and Attorney General was the one that told me about that pastor, but they didn't describe him as an as an occult member. They described him as a man that had extreme knowledge and he had a church that was waking people up to um what's going on in the world today, to the secret societies, to their agenda of what they're trying to do, the world control that they're trying to do, and the MK Ultra teachings. This is what that pastor was teaching. So lo and behold to me, it was a shock to me when now they started saying that um, after this man met or had some form of con um, connections with them and Richard Curry, now that this man has been outed as some kind of a cultist and some type of thief and scammer, and now this man is supposedly dead, right? This shit is crazy. So, I know it's kind of all over the place, but you guys will be able to make sense out of it. So, back to the, the growth farm now. So, the growth farm has been, was going on. And when it was coming close to harvesting, communications on that stopped. And even after they harvest, because we know they harvest, they no more communication on it. They didn't say, oh, bro, you know, we harvested and we were able to, you know, um, pulling so-and-so type of income with it. Nothing. None of that. They stopped. Cold turkey. Stopped. And it's like I knew. It's like I knew it. And I said, you know what? Let me see if they reach out to us and say anything about the harvest and what they yielded from it or anything before I send the rest of the equipment down to them. And they never got back to us till this very day. So I never sent the rest of the equipment. I kept that shit. Tom drunk, but Tom ain't no fool. Uh, I'm going to send you the rest of the stuff for you to build something with the Akung Pong Maroon um, chief. I'm not saying that it's all the Maroon people, you know, because a lot of those people are very uneducated. So they don't even know what's going on. You understand? They don't even know what's going on. Right. But these ones who are educated in psychology, political science, banking and foreign affairs. This is what they're educated in. Media. They know how to put spin on things. They know how to play with people's heads. So they come and they befriend you. His. Minister of Foreign Affairs, when they were talking about their Maroon ID, Maroon ID, mind you, everything that American Iraqs and I did for them, right? This is what started making us suspicious, suspicious about the Maroon history. And he and I started looking deeper into the history to realize, oh, shit. Well, guess what? What they're calling the Kudja Maroon or the Akung Pung Maroon. Yeah, 
the whole Kudja Maroon thing or the Akungpung Maroon were people that actually really and truly did sell out the rest of the other Indians on the islands and that they might not be actual Indians and that there's different fractions of Maroons. You have Maroons that identify as Indians and you have Maroons that don't identify as Indians, which are them. And the reason why they started calling themselves Arawaks in their documentations now when First Nations people is because they caught on, caught on to that the whole Maroon thing alone just don't stand and have no power because it marks them fully as the property of the queen and they still are fully property of the queen. Okay? And when we started digging into the history even more, a lot of our people were sent into Nova Scotia and then from Nova Scotia to Liberia and Sierra Leone. And then the ones who are considered as the Spaniards or the Black Ladinos were the ones who started replacing them. Ah, y'all get it now? So all Maroons aren't Indians. They're pretty much the children of the colonizers who are identity thieves. Okay. So this is why you see on even Curry page, Instagram page, you used to sort of big M-O-O-R in red, more. And then he put more objective, so on and so on. So to, to try to downplay it like he's not advertising that he's a more. So because they knew that American Arox and I, we're not for that more shit. We're just not, because we understand what it is, right? We definitely know what it is. And once you start proclaiming that you gave up your ancestry or any ties or any holes to the Americas, period. But because these are opportunists and money grubbers, they will sell their soul for a dollar. And we just wouldn't. So we were left in the dark on a lot of stuff. Right. When they were pushing their maroon ID, this is before we started digging too deep into the history, like how, we, how, how I just pushed it to you guys. When they started doing their maroon ID thing, they told American Arax and I that they, they would have to vet us before giving us an ID or if we could even get an ID. But at that time, we already had our thing in the works anyway, because we already knew what they were doing. And um, the ID cards that we have are more powerful than what they have. But anyway, we already have. So we, so when we realized they started keeping stuff from us, we just, I just said to him, yo, do not, anything that we're doing now, do not tell these people. They're showing their hand to be very suspicious. And the, it, I see that they're weaning themselves away from us because this man has been elected chief. And they're going to use the Maroon name to capitalize on a lot of stuff now and use him because now he's on cooking shows. If anyone knows Maroon history, you've never seen any of the other Maroon chiefs on cooking shows or, or being pushed in the media limelight the way how this man is being pushed. Right. But this is what happens when you're um, the fresh face of the occult society and are willing to sell out to a massive level than what the others probably were not willing to do. You understand? So when this man said that he had to vet us, mind you, this is the person that gives the okay if you get an ID or not. Huh? This is the person that we've been working with for years that we've done the GoFundMes for and all these things, yeah? This is the person that our Arawaks was on the phone with um, doing document took hours, hours and hours and hours out of his time preparing documentations, going over documentations with them, showing them where they went wrong and all these things. Yeah. And that was their response. But yet still in the same breath, they want to say brother and friend. Brother and a friend don't do that to each other. If I say you're my brother, yeah, and you needed an ID card, I'll give you one especially if you put all that work in for me to make sure that uh, I'm good, I would give you one. There's no need for me to tell you to have to vet you, especially when you, I have all of your information, so it's nothing for me to go look up and see who you are. But there are different identities in what they're calling Maroons. 
Now you hear me say that my family were also considered Maroons um, going down back down to my grandmother line, but they were disbanded, right? So you have the entire island, just like um, the entire um, seaboard of the Americas, right? Even the, the going back into the, um, the Seminoles and these things were considered Maroons, okay? But they were disbanded. Those were the Indians. They were disbanded. But they're still in the communities, but the communities are no longer considered maroon communities. They're just communities that anyone can just move up in and go live. And then you have their community there who have treated with the colonizer, who have made deals with the colonizer, that you and I can't even go up there to say, well, let me go up here and go build a house. You can't do it. They won't allow you to come on that land. And if you find a way on there, they're going to say that you're trespassing and either kill you or can beat you up and kick you off the land. You understand? And that's the 1,500 acres that they were awarded. Okay. Long story short, they are not for the people. If they don't, if you're not more considered to be maroon, they're not for you. And if you are not maroon and you have knowledge and information, they only want the knowledge and information out of you. They've joined societies. Now you hear the Richard Curry talking about the Taino people and, you know, like he's he's giving them recognition. That's because his minister of foreign affairs is a Taino also. And he and his wife, the name that she goes by. Yeah. Were married by the same Kalan who they call a cacique. So Kalan is called a cacique. If anyone knows who the, who Kalan is of the Taino people, um, of the Taino um, infiltration organization that's infiltrating the islands to wipe us out of history, right? They got a guy named Kalan, who they made it seem like them and this guy are enemies, and they have all this negative history with the man. But the man, but well, he's the one that married them. He's the one that married them. Now, they say that he's the cacique. Now, cacique, but the Tainos are saying that Kalan is the cacique of Jamaica, so he's the chief of all the Maroons. He's the chief of the, of the land. That's what they're saying. But here they are, married by, by this man. But here's Richard Curry saying that he's the chief of the Akonkong Maroons, and he's bigging up the Tainos. But how could you big up the Tainos who's claiming Kalan to be the chief of the entire island? So what are you? Who are you? Who are these people? Right? Who are these people? Now, I want people to pay attention to everything that's going on because their job is going to be they're still holding and contracted with the crown. And their job is to, is to squash and quell any rebellions that's going to take place on the island for people that's waking up to realize that they're being enslaved um, greatly. Yeah? That these people are getting ready to starve you out and all these things. And if you think you're going to run to the mountains, they're going to be the ones to push you back down from the mountains. Now you're watching history repeat itself. Okay? You're watching history literally repeat itself. So now you're learning in real time that the maroon history that you were told about was a straight horse shit. It's a lie. And because we were figuring this thing out, these people stopped, started pulling away from us and stopped dealing with us. You understand? So be careful of them. When we're just telling this to folks out there, be careful of them. They'll take, take, and take from you to fulfill their agenda. You see them coming out now with a, the new coin, that's what they call it. Mind you, they went and they fought hard to expose the man that created the Lumi, right? And saying that the money was not going back to the Maroon community and all these big name people signed on to the Lumi and these politicians, but they're doing the same exact thing, right? They're doing the same exact thing. They, they're in bed with Arabs now. They're in bed with the Moors. 
They have people in parliament. All these things. They're doing the same exact thing. The same thing. It's just they were getting rid of their oppositions and they try to use our platforms to do so. Dirty, dirty people. Occultic people. Right? You see them come on Vice News talk about they're on the they're in the Maroon Nation is in danger and they're on the threat and the pollution and the mining. But they could have been stopped that years ago. A lot of the stuff that they're showing about the mining thing was stuff that was from years ago. Mining equipments that was left for over four or five years in the in a particular portion of their river. And when I asked the question, because those pictures was first sent to me, and I asked the question, how long has this been there? And I was told, oh, it's been there for about two years now. This abandoned left, and it's leaking oil in the in the water, in the water, and all these things. So I said, why hasn't anyone even went and attempt to stop the leak to fix that part of the machine or drain it of its oil. No answer. Silence. Well, who gave permission for that um, machine to even be there? The Maroon Chiefs gave permission to the miners to mine the land. So it wasn't like those miners just ran up on the land and said, yo, I'm going to come mine this FU. We're here now. The chiefs gave permission for the lands to be mined. And these people kept their mouth shut and complacent because they said that they were afraid of being voodooed. All those years. And then reaching out to Vice News and these things for help. It was one orchestrated thing to make Richard Curry be popular in the numbers so that when they want to do anything and ask for donations and these things. Mind you, the more that they're dealing with gave them a $50 million value gemstone to start their cryptocurrency business off the ground, right? That's $50 million, but yet still they're doing a GoFundMe for water restoration projects and these things. But you have a $50 million gemstone. This man literally has lands that he got from his ancestors that have a whole bunch of mining and gemstones on there. So it's a non-flux um, resource of income or money or values that's supposed to be coming in. Are you still asking for GoFundMe's from the people? Right? Well, this person has, the land that this person has that they got the gemstone from, um, it's from, uh, I think it's called Luminan Mining, is what he had dealings with that um, was mining on over 200 some acres of a 2,000 acre plot of land that was there for his ancestors. And they got, they won adverse possession over that 200 some acres of land, right? Because they went going at them as Moorish Americans and there's no such thing. It's either you're an American Indian or you're not. Adding 15 million things onto your title don't mean shit. It's either you're an American Indian or you're not. And they weren't recognized by the court. So they, the, the decision went into the direction of the mining company. But the, the rest of the land that they're on is also filled with gemstones and these things from the research that I've been doing. So it's a rich piece of land, right? And it's right here on the mainland. Okay. Um, their job also... Um, as being contracted with the British Crown, those Maroons. Their job is to also, when there's mining going on and gemstones to be mined or minerals and these things, their job is to give it, hand it over to the Queen. Right? One of these days, American Irox and I will go over that document. We found that document. So these people are just traders all the way around. So I'm not saying that it's the entire village. Like I said, a lot of the folks are uneducated. They don't know this stuff. They only know that someone looks like he's a savior come to save them, and that's all they care about. So they're going to be loyal to anyone that could get them up out of a hardship position or seem like but not know that they're being used to have their lands taken over. They don't know. The psychology is a trick. I'm not asking nobody none of these stuff. I've had firsthand dealings with these people. So this is not no he said she said shit about nothing that I've said about what the 
grow house and all these things. First-hand dealings. This is why I pulled away from them. And the whole thing that, you know, they wanted me to side with them on kicking Irox out of the society and I would not do it. Your issue with this man is he's not abandoning his wife and children to go to Jamaica, to go where? Where would he live? You yourself don't live anywhere. You yourself saying that you got to whisper and walk in eggshells up in Portland where you're at. You live in a one-bedroom cot. Where was Ararat going to go? That's the only thing against the man. Where was he going to go? You want him to go abandon his... That's some agent shit. He go down there, probably set him up to get, get, to go, to get killed. Use him as a sacrifice and some stuff. Because I want to see no other reason for why you're so upset that this man won't abandon his family to go down to some place and you're talking about come help us work the land. Where would he sleep? Where was he going to live? Hmm? Everything that we plan to build to help all of the Indians of the Western Hemisphere, they started backtracking on it. And it only started becoming about Jamaica and this particular part of Jamaica. It's not the entire island. Only anything dealing with the Maroons that signed that treaty onto the, the royal crown. Nobody else. That's it. They wanted us to, because they're in dealings with the Africans, they're in dealings with the with the Arabs, they're in dealings with, again, like I said, the Moors, they're in dealings with the Tainos, everyone that is trying to usurp us and keep us lost in our identity so that they can proclaim adverse possession. I'm just to show you how, how dangerous this adverse possession thing is, yeah? Because that dude that gave him the $50 million gemstone, yeah, that, that lost that 200 acres of his land. I don't know if he appealed it and got it back. Yeah, he lost it through adverse possession to a corporation. Why? Because of what he identified as. From looking at the case, I can tell you, most for the most part of it came from what he identified as a Moorish American. There's no such thing. It's either you're American Indian or you're not. Period. So when they have you identifying as more, as African and descendants of Africans and descendants of this and that, the colonizers, the foreigners, the corporations come and claim adverse possession on your land. Because when, you're when you are claiming everything else, you are giving up your inheritance to the land in which you are on because you're saying that you're not the first people. You're not the First Nations people. The Mosai didn't leave that land to you to be the original inheritors, caretakers of the land. So here comes these people, colonizers, who have now proclaimed adverse possession of the land and took it. Okay? Yeah, they was trying to convince us to run with the whole Moorish thing and these things, and we just couldn't. That the whole one world thing, we're all one, the whole one world, like one blood thing, we're all one blood and all of this. And we just wouldn't. So because we, we were not going with that narrative, they backed away from us. So when it came to the grow house, the herb, the herb farm of the grow house, now you see them up there with Pictures of Richard Curry and a Caucasian female at a weed plantation. Yeah. And it's showing that he also grows the herb on his land and these things. They're opportunists. They're users and they're opportunists. Right? We got we helped them get up off the ground and the, their financial affairs together. And they said, fuck you. Peace out. We don't know you no more. The idea that we had to help all Indians, nah. 
It's just about us. But they're they're in many different groups, making it seem like they're for all Indians. They're really not. It's just the information they want. Whatever information they could get to make their stuff stronger, that's all they care about. You understand? So let this be a warning to people out there. And this is why American Arabs and I have became become more closed off. Period. We only deal with each other, nobody else. But we still push and put the information out there and try to break it down that so that you can understand it and go do what you know you have to do. All right. Like they know that the island is flooding out. They know that the island is shrinking more and more. So their 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 whole thing is they're trying to lock down all the lands, the unclaimed lands and the island. That's their whole thing. And then the neighbors, their neighbors next to them try to get them to get maroon IDs, right? Which then will take them out of their ancestral standing and put them underneath the crown and make them hold into the crown. So now the lands that these people have been had for generations will now turn into crown land over there to the queen. Right? It's a lot of stuff feeling to go down. Why you think her grand you think her grandson came here because they were being racist towards his wife? That story was bullshit. And when that reporter in the UK told told him that she don't believe that and they fired him because it's the truth. That story was bullshit. Where did she have her baby? She had her child here when she came here. So I would not be surprised if someday in the future they try to crown him Prince of the Americas. Yeah? Or King of the Americas. Pay attention to what's going on. It's a lot of dirty shit that's happening out there. So it's like, this shit is crazy. Now, you, if you are an American Indian, right, to the sister that's there, in their own constitution, in their own documents, it tells you Indians not taxed. Indians not taxed. They're not supposed to be taxing you on nothing, right? Indians not taxed, period. Texas is one of the the states that signed on to that constitution. And as you are the First Nations people, Texas is a corporation that is foreign to you, so they have no jurisdiction over you, right? And that's another thing, too, even with the IRS. A lot of our people do a lot of things that they do because they claim that, oh, the IRS is going to tax us and these things, but once you write the IRS and you let them know who you are, I think you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to um, ask Arawak for us to do a video on that and put it out there. But he has a lot of information on his channel, too, that breaks this down, really. Right. But when you push your documents to the IRS, you create your documents, or your affidavit and these things and your identification documents. Then and you send them into the IRS. And you let them know who you are, that you are a living, breathing person. You are the natural born man. Yeah, you're not a uh, corporate property. You're not the straw man. Because what the IRS is taxing, they're taxing the straw man named all capital letter name. You have to separate yourself from that. And when you do and you and um, you fill out the. Um, God damn it. There's a few forms to fill out. I can't remember them right right now off the top of my head. But there's a few forms to fill out also. And you send that in with with that document that you create, separating yourself from the straw man name. You'll be tax tax um exempt as how they have it or Indian Indians not taxed. Okay. This is not a, 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 a guess of, oh, will it work? I know it works. I know for a fact it works. 
every country in the Americas has this. This is how you also get off the tax rolls in Jamaica. Right? This is how you get off the tax rolls in Jamaica. You're indigenous to that land. You're the original people of that land. It's, you're not the ones that were supposed to have been getting taxed. The taxes were supposed to be the colonizers to have been getting taxed. So what the colonizers started doing after with the King Philip's War and stuff, and they, and they tore apart many tribes and genocide many tribes, they marry into certain tribes because once now you have the blood of the First Nations people in you, that also makes you Indian, not taxed. Right? It's, it's, a, it's just so much to it. But like I said, like I'm saying, though, back to these folks, though, be careful of these people. Because we actually took them as a brother and a sister, only for them to start there. And what started happening is Iraq voiced itself on an interview that Curry did with Muta Baruka. And Iraq was letting them know that Curry, that interview was bullshit. What the hell was he talking about? None of most of the shit that he was talking about was bullshit. It was not even true. You see what I'm saying? So they took it as, oh, they, they try to flip it on him, saying that, oh, you're just hating on Maroons. A lot of people want to hate us. Hate you for what? How are we sitting here helping you, you know, when we thought that we we're one of the same people? And now you're so what we're, we're hating Maroons. And even when I voice myself on something, they try to, they, they put a little post up. Because Richard Curry don't run his Instagram post. That's Alex and his wife that runs Richard Curry's Instagram post. And if y'all go through this stuff, y'all going to see a thing where they put number silly rabbit tricks up for kids. That was a shot at me and American Iraqs because they're trying to say that we, we are hating and we hate Maroons. We don't hate Maroons. We dislike the folks who are supposed to be the educated members of these um, camps that are taking advantage of the very same people in those camps and outside of those camps trying to play slick because you have your hidden agenda. Okay. Yeah, no problem, sis. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna speak with our brother and um line up a a a, a, a video breaking that down. All right, because you're not the only one to ask. Um, on bring up that topic. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. So they try to turn it into, oh, they just hating on. And I'm like, yo, these, these are narcissistic people. You can't really believe that we are saying that we hate you because we have an opinion. That's, that's bullshit. That's, that's a cult mentality where you're not allowed to have an opinion. Or if you come up with something of your own, they, you know, that cult master shuts it down because it has to be conformed to what he or she says. And how they do things. Then where is your freedom of thought? Your freedom of expression? Where is your, in the, where is your autonomy? An autonomous person don't operate and move like that. So because we started voicing ourselves on particular things that we definitely take a stand against. We're not saying that we hate Moors. We're not saying that we hate Africans. We're just saying that you're not going to get any agenda fulfilled off of our backs trying to usurp um, the rest of the lands and identity from our people to try to convince us that we're something that we're definitely not. Period. That's it, folks. Right. Um, tomorrow I will be doing well later today because it's already tomorrow in my time. Later today, I'm going to be doing a live on some more words, breaking down the meanings and show you where uh, these prime ministers and presidents have committed treason. Let me tell you something about honor. And I want people to understand this a thing about honor because you hear people call people the honorable and the honorable Han, the prime minister, so on and so. If they've shown themselves to be men and women that has no honor, 
they are not to be called honorable. A man cannot come to you in your face, smiling your face, but you know for a fact behind the but behind your back, he's stabbing you in your back and you still refer to him as honorable. There's nothing honorable about that. A man can't sit here and shut you down every day, tell you that you can't move from point A to point B. Yeah? That there's a, 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 no, move, a no movement day, shuts down all the businesses, kill your very way of life and starving you and your children and you point them out as honorable in your documentations. That's bullshit. There's no honor there with that person. Say so they don't deserve the title as honorable. And they're not to be called as such. Once they act outside of their capacity, they're not supposed to be called as honorable. And the more people start reading, they, you realize that. So when you're calling them honorable, it means you're condoning all the bullshit that they're doing. So if your public servant is not honorable, you ought to take particular actions to them. Some people sue. Some people indict. Some people find ways to press charges on them for treason and these things. That's the only way you can keep the checks and balances balanced. If you sit here and you call them honorable and you're kissing their ass, they're going to still put their foot so far up your ass it comes out your mouth. All right, so Let's understand, man. What's going on here? You don't call a man honorable if he's dishonest. You don't do that. But yeah, um, on the backup channel that we had, you know, we already have put out a thing on on these little ones here, right? But since I got back this channel, I just feel like it was important for for me to reiterate it and put it back out there to watch out and be careful for these people, of these people. They're dangerous. Okay? If, if you are not 100% with how they think and move, they'll separate, they pull away from you while already making how many other links behind the scenes and taking your information and all sorts of stuff from you. So they, they pretty much use you and dip. All right. So be careful. All I, oh, that's all I can tell folks that's looking to get involved with these people. I will never do any more GoFundMe's for anybody again. I will not. Right? Not like anything that's being worked on right now is between me and American Arawax, and we're doing it out of our own pockets and we're working on things behind the scenes right now um so yeah right just like i used to tell people man keep a small close-knit circle and you work with those people if you build it people will come but it's not any and everybody that just runs in and jumps in off the street say yeah brother i'm down yeah. you're throwing on yourself and we've learned that and it's a hard lesson that we had to learn, but we've learned that. Every time we say, you know, let's give someone a chance, it comes back to bite us in the ass. So it's, we're, we're just dealing with just us, working on something for you. You see what I'm saying? And that's just how we're going to do it from now on. Right? But um, I, I am going to talk to them about us doing a, um, a video on the whole tax thing. Right for all our brothers and sisters out there that's having issues with these people on these things as well. Um, yeah, we're going to work on it. Uh, some folks is asking if there was going to be classes and stuff, but uh, I don't think that's something that's going that's realistic right now. It's just the two of us and one thing at a time. I'm not saying I'm not ruling out the class thing, but right now it's just one thing at a time. Right. But yeah, all right, y'all. I'm I'm gonna get up off of here. Um, later today, uh, Eastern time, probably around twelve o'clock Eastern time, twelve noon. Uh, I'm gonna come back on live, and we're gonna show you where 
the law fully protects you and where anyone that steps outside of law or create policies under the disguise of law to overthrow law and to go up against another law has committed treason, and that is called treason, and that any laws that they have created is null and void. Anything outside of a particular document that they've created is null and void, and it tells you that. And then when I show you guys these things, you're going to see the, the, the great damage that has been done to our communities and our brothers and sisters who have been imprisoned by the millions for years. Okay. All right. All right, so I'm about to, um, I'm getting up, up off of here. But, you know, just have a good night to those who are in the time frame where it's nighttime. Have a good day if your the sun is still up where you are, and you know safe travels if you are on the road. Um, we don't say driving; we say traveling. The reason why we say traveling because drivers, a driver is a business, right? And a business is registered under the DMV, and the DMV is contracted with the United States Corporation and with the police department, and because they're contracted with these people. And you, as a driver, registered your vehicle underneath a DMV title. You gave away your, your property to the DMV, so you don't own your car, your automobile. The DMV owns your automobile, and they listed you as a business operating person operating in commerce with your um, car. But if you're a traveler, it is not a car. It is your automobile or your private property. Okay, and you are not registered with the DMV. All right. So this is why the police and them stop you all the time and you have all these issues and so on and so because the DMV gave them permission to do so. Because you think that it's your vehicle, but it's not. Once you've registered it with the DMV, it's their property, not yours. But anyway, I right. peace y'all.